Hey everybody, welcome back to the You Should Know podcast. It's been such a long time since I've been able to upload a podcast, but we are on the road to 1K. So if you're new here, or even if you're not new here and you haven't subscribed yet, just go ahead and hit that button. Let's get to 1K. Also, all the audio-only versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, really anywhere you can get a podcast, it will be there. But today, my guest is a young king, a young legend. He just finished his freshman year at Vanderbilt University. He averaged 12 points, 2.8 rebounds, 3.6 assists a game. It is the one, the only Scottie Pippen Jr. What's up, bro? What's good, bro? How have you been dealing with this quarantine? What have you been doing to stay busy? Um, it's been good for me because I got to come home early. But I've just been lifting, working out, chilling with my little brothers and stuff. So I kind of like it, to be honest. Because if we didn't have quarantine, I would have been back in Nashville going to school and stuff. So it's been good for me. That's, that's, that's dope. So let's just, let's just get right into it. Let's start in your high school days at Sierra Canyon. I mean, you played on one of the best teams in the country, definitely the best team in the state. You'll have the state championships to prove it. Uh, you played it – was, it was a crazy roster. You, Cassius Stanley, Kenya Martin Jr. What do you remember about those times over there at Sierra Canyon? Man, it was just good times. Um, just going to arenas, um, packing out gyms, um, a lot of hype around us. Um, it was way different in college just because there was a lot more freedom. Um, I also had more fun. Um, you could do whatever you want, but just playing with those guys, it was a lot of fun. A lot of the crowd was crazy. So it was way yeah. different. And playing on such a, a popular team, you bring in popular players. I remember because we were in high school around the same time. I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember seeing a video, I think on overtime, like y'all had the Kardashians coming to your game. And I know when I was in high school, if I had a crush that was in the crowd, I was, I was freaking out. I was nervous. What is it like playing in front of one of the most famous families in the world? Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. But like when we moved to, when I first moved to LA my junior year, um, I started seeing a lot of celebrities come to the game. So like after a while, you kind of get like used to it. Mm-hmm. But at first, it was, like, crazy. And then, like, but like once you're in the game, I feel like I didn't even realize it. But then after the game, you go on YouTube, you see, like, all these famous people at the game. There's, like, dope to see them all pull up. Yeah, you – I mean, I'm assuming you would get accustomed to it because didn't – do y'all have – I'm sure you have some sort of relationship with that family because you went to Kanye's listening party, right? Yeah, our, my parents are friends with them, so, yeah. Okay, okay, damn. That's crazy. You know, we have different high school experiences, but that's so to me and to most people, that's that's crazy. But um, what what is your best memory on the court and off the court at Sierra Canyon? Because y'all y'all are obviously doing some different stuff like at tournaments. Y'all went to Hawaii and y'all were like scuba diving or something. Nuts. Like what's your best on and off the court experience at Sierra Canyon? Um, off the court, I'll probably say going to Hawaii. Um, we were out there for like a week. And we got to, like, miss finals and, like, take them out there. And we were basically just chilling out there on our own. Like, we go scuba diving, just chilling. And it basically, basically, it's all the road trips. It's, like, just traveling with your top 15 friends just mm-hmm. in hotels every weekend, just chilling. So, all those were good memories. And encore memories, I'll probably say when it's um, our first state championship. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, it was big for us to win that one because we were doubted a lot that year. And... Even that state championship game, we went down early and we thought we were going to lose. We just kept fighting and stuff. So, like, winning that state championship game, it gave us a lot of confidence. And we knew we were going to win the next year, too. 
Yeah, I remember watching interviews, y'all, and people would ask, like, are you going for another one? And it seemed like, no doubt, y'all were like, yeah, for sure, easy. Yeah, because after we feel like we won our first one, I feel like there's no one's going to beat us. Um, mm -hmm. Like, our first year, we thought, like, we were going to beat ourselves. Because, like, moving to California, it's kind of hard to play there. Because it's like, a lot of, like, um, social media out there, it's like, especially going to school like Sierra Canyon, everyone wants to be, like, the star on the team. Everyone wants the followers. Everyone wants to be, like, the name on the YouTube. So, like, going out there, it's kind of hard just to play with, like, such good players because it's hard not to be, like, selfish. You know what I mean? Right. Not, like, selfish, but, like, just want to put your name out there. So. Yeah, get yours in a, in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. I feel you. And wrapping up your high school experience, uh, Vandy, they recruited you kind of late, right? They were, like, one of the later schools in your recruiting process. What made you choose going to Vanderbilt? Um... After my junior year, I wasn't really, I didn't really, or after junior year, even in with EYBL and like travel basketball, I didn't feel like I had the offers I deserved. So going into senior year, I really worked hard. And like Vandy was like one of the major school, the top schools that recruited me. And they just talked about like um, how they feel like I would fit the program. Um, and the reason I liked them so much because like they kind of believed in me when well, not too many other big schools are reaching out to me. Mm -hmm. so, and I just thought it was a good fit, um, like a city like Nashville. Um, I'm from the East Coast. I'm really from like Chicago, mm -hmm. so like my family can come to the games. Um, my dad, he likes to go to Arkansas, so like it's close there too. So I thought it'd be a good fit, and also then the SEC. So I thought it'd be the best like spot for me to be on a high level, but also to like, display my talents and just like playing my own game. Right, and going into your your freshman year, I mean, first of all, congratulations! You put up some great numbers for a true freshman in the SEC. The numbers I just read off—that's very um, impressive. And, you know, obviously y'all's season probably didn't go as planned record-wise, but what is one of the things you learned as a freshman in the SEC? Um, I learned a lot my freshman year. Um, play, especially playing the SEC, a bunch of top teams, top like top players in the country. Um, it's hard to win in that um, league. So I learned this every game you got to play your best because every night you're playing against one to two pros every team. And... I feel like as a team, we learn how to finish. We, like, learn that we have to finish games because a lot of those games, although our record doesn't look good, but, like, a lot of those games, we competed with most of those teams. And at the end of the game, they'll probably slip away. But we just learn how to, like, finish games. But at the end of the day, we were real young. We had, like, four or five freshmen, and we played four or three walk-ons. So it was hard to win, but we still fought. And it was, it was a good learning, like, learning for us this season. And, and going into next year, obviously, y'all are taking a little loss with Aaron and, and Saban declaring for the draft, and those were some big players for y'all, and y'all do have such a young core, like you said. How do y'all plan on filling that gap for next year that you may lose with them leaving? Yeah, losing Aaron and Saban is hard, but I feel like filling that gap is going to be, I don't know, it's going to be tough, but at the same time, we're getting a bunch of new players. Um, us freshmen, me, Dylan, Jordan, um, Braley as well. Um, we're coming back with more knowledge. So I feel like um, we can help the younger players because we didn't really have no one that was there before because we had a new coaching staff. So coming back, it's going to be easier for us to adjust and just learn. And also, I feel like we just know um, the conference better. Mm -hmm. All the games are, know how the teams are. So it will be better for us this year. What are y'all's goals for next year? Um, to win games. Our goal is just to show that we're one of the better teams in the conference and not just a team that teams could just overlook us. Um, last year, we were kind of overlooked. We were pretty much projected at the bottom of everyone's tournament projections. And that's what we ended up being. So going into next year, just probably 
needed to the mid or the top of the conference. Mm -hmm. And individually, you coming off such a, a solid year, and obviously your role is going to be a little bigger on the team next year. What are some individual goals you have for yourself next year? Uh, individual goals, um, SEC first team. Um, I just want to be known as the dude that changes the program, really. Um, just going out and just being a leader for the team um, and just changing the program around. That's, that's dope. And I know earlier we talked about the pressures of the people in the crowd, but, you know, you've been dealing with a certain type of pressure your whole life, obviously, your dad being one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Um, and I remember in an interview you said with Overtime, you said it's – and you were in high school and you said this. You said it's hard to overcome those pressures. Being a little bit older now, do you feel like you've overcome those pressures or is it something you still deal with? Um, I feel like something I still deal with every day. Um, people talking like – I was trying to compare me to my dad, stuff so like this. But I just – I look over the pressure. Um, I don't really try to get into all that and just compare me and my dad, so – yeah. I find the, the pressure always going to be there, but I kind of enjoy it, though, because, like, it gives me something to um, live up to, something to go out there and try to, like, prove everyone wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I feel you. it pushes you to a different level, wanting to work harder. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I know, I know your dad's influence is on and off the court, but how does his influence affect the way you approach the game of basketball? Um, he always just tells me this good advice, tells me just have fun. Um, mm -hmm. Like, last year during the – season it was hard for me to just have fun because we were losing and just I've never been on a losing team it was my first time being on a losing team so he just told me just to go out there and play hard and have fun so he helped me a lot to get through he helped me a lot to just get through last year yeah and that's honestly every hooper being a former hooper myself obviously wasn't in the SEC I was a juco god but you know you were around people your whole life that could give you great advice that we all wish we could have you know what's the best advice you've received from an NBA legend that wasn't your dad I don't know I couldn't really point point person or advice giving me I've gotten so much advice from so many different players like players so I couldn't really pick one I feel you nothing that you like stick with no nah, nothing really no <laughs> I feel you okay so I'm not going to keep you too long, and I know these questions were, were basketball-oriented, so I did some digging on your interest and things in your life, and I know your favorite rapper is Lil Wayne. Is, that still, is he still your favorite rapper? I don't know. <laughs> Lil Wayne, I don't know where that was from. Lil Wayne is it not was from Overtime. You and KJ were sitting down, and you were like, oh, yeah, Lil Wayne is my guy. Uh, probably at the moment. I feel like my rapper, favorite rapper changes all the time. Who's your favorite rapper right now? I'll say probably little baby, little baby. Yeah, little okay. baby. Young boy starting to. Uh, I used to not like NBA Young Boy, but I'm starting to like music a little bit more. A lot of my teammates listen to him, so they're kind of putting me on. So what? What's your like, go to like, something you listen to every day? What's on I'll your probably, rotation? Probably little baby, Gunna. Yeah, it's probably them two, pretty much. Okay, and Lil Uzi, so, oh, I forgot Lil Uzi. He's on my favorite. Yeah, Lil Uzi. Okay, so if you had to, I'm going to change the question up a little bit since you hit me with the curveball with the Lil Wayne thing. If you had to choose to eliminate one rapper and you can never listen to them again between Gunna, Lil Uzi, and Lil Baby, who would it be? Oh, Gunna. Gunna? Yeah. Why was that so easy? 
I don't know, because I feel like a lot of his songs kind of sound the same. And most of his songs, I, I don't know. Cause I like Lil Baby more than him, but like, I like Lil Uzi. I listen to him all the time. So. Like, you like, like his, you like his yeah. new stuff? Lil Uzi? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Okay. You like the deluxe better than the original? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I feel, yeah. Okay. And who is the toughest player you've had to guard? And I know Hoopers with this question, they got that like, man, ain't nobody tough. You know what I'm saying? But who is the toughest player you've had to guard? Like when you saw him checking in the games, like inside, you're like, God damn. Like, all right. Um, I had to guard. I don't know. This question is hard for me. Um, at one point, I used to say he's be severe wheeler. He goes to um yeah. Georgia. I played against him at the top 100 camp. He's like the quickest dude I ever played against. Like I was at half court, he was, and he was inbounding the ball, beating me to the other court. Like I was guarding him. But so I'll probably say him. He's probably the quickest dude I ever had to guard. But I don't know. I played a lot of, against a lot of good dudes in the SEC, so I couldn't really. Say one player. Right. Last question. I need you to be completely honest. I d don't ask how I know this. You might know how I know this, but is it true? Not, Scotty, I need you to be honest. <laughs> is it true that you've never been to Walmart? No, I've been to Walmart. I don't, like go, newer thing. I don't go to stores like that, but I've been definitely been to Walmart. I went there. Yeah, I got my stuff in my dorm. I've been to Walmart. What's that? Okay, you got to talk to your boy Dylan. You know where I got it from. I've never been to Walmart. Dylan, Dylan put, he hit me up. He said, hey, he's never been to Walmart. So I was like, oh, I got to, I got to ask him. Walmart, yeah, I know what he's You got to press your boy about this. Yeah, I got to get on him for that. Well, all right, bro. I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you doing this quick little interview for me. It was dope. Um, I'm definitely going to try to go out to Tennessee and catch a game, watch you and Dylan ball out give y'all some buckets in my off time because i still got it <laughs> but uh you just stay safe bro i appreciate you coming on i well, appreciate you having me bro it's cool everybody that is scotty pippen be sure to subscribe to the channel follow me on instagram at psh8 and on twitter at the psh8 we're almost to 1k everybody this is the you should know podcast see y'all later <laughs>